listening to Gospel Garage, sharing the good news of the gospel through the teachings of Jesus Christ, our Savior. What if our forgiving gift to another person is not only to set us free, but to tear down the prison that they are in so that they can reach for Jesus Christ and know him as their risen Savior? Lord Jesus, following your example and command, we pray for those who have caused us deep hurts and trauma. We ask first that you would saturate our lives with Holy Spirit's power and might. Send your love flowing through us and forgive us for holding on to anything that could hinder our prayers. We release any unforgiveness, bitterness, thoughts of revenge, hateful emotions that can quench Holy Spirit in our hearts. God, we need you. We pray for your wisdom as we seek how to bless, to forgive, to pray. And yes, Lord, we pray for you to bless those who have wounded us and to orchestrate events in their lives that will leave their hearts seeking you. We pray they will discover your comfort in times of mourning and they would be humbled before you, God. Yes, in your way and in your time. We pray you would show them mercy before it's too late, knowing we were all your enemies before you extended mercy to us and that they would turn to you for their salvation. God, soften stony hearts, open blind eyes. Pursue them, allowing goodness to lead them to repentance and give us patience and a deep trust in you, God, even if we are not part of their lives any longer and won't see firsthand your glory over them. We need your grace and strength to not waver in prayer on their behalf. Thank you for that unconditional mercy in our own lives. What would we be without you? Without you, I don't know. Amen. Wow. First Thessalonians 1 verse 2 through 3, New English Translation. We thank God always for all of you as we mention you constantly in our prayers because we recall in the presence of our God and Father your work of faith and labor of love and endurance of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. Let's be bold. Like, let's be bold. Let's start thanking God in prayer for people who are in our lives and those who are maybe just on the fringe of our life but are deeply involved in the lives of people we love. And pray, too, for difficult people, mean people, hurtful people, because we are and could very well be the only bit of God's light that they will see. And if they allow his light into their hearts, eternity could be theirs. And praying for those who have hurt us will do two things. It will do more than one. It will change your attitude, and it will change them. Because praying in the name of Jesus is so much more powerful than we can relate in our regular thought process. Mark 11, verse 25. New in- Nope, switching it up. New International Version. And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them so that your Father in heaven may forgive your sins. So often, we cannot face people in person or won't ever have a chance to again. And some may resist our help, spurn our appeals, reject suggestions. But whoa, they are powerless against our prayers. Pray for those you love. And especially those you don't. Now, today, right this moment, Lord, we lift up those we know and don't know and will never know again and don't know yet in prayer to you. Philippians 1, 7 through 11. For it is right for me to think this about all of you because I have you in my heart, since both in my imprisonment and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel, all of you become partners in God's grace together with me. 
For God is my witness that I long for all of you with this affection of Christ Jesus. And I pray this, that your love may abound even more and more in knowledge and every kind of insight so that you can decide what is best and thus be sincere and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. Prayer is an amazing discipline and privilege. Privilege. Forgiveness is a blessed gift from God. And what happens when we pray for anyone is that the prayer acts like a boomerang. And the Lord may or may not answer in the way we prayed. But he will choose to bless and change us as a result of our obedience to step out of our emotion, that lack of forgiveness maybe, or hurt, and pray. It's hard to stay angry at someone for whom you're actually honestly praying for. Prayer also leaves the consequences and the complete justice to God. It's a transference of our will into God's hands. By praying for our enemies, Holy Spirit can supernaturally show love and kindness through, if not us, others that may ultimately change them. Wow. It's bewildering thought. Pray, pray, pray. James 5, verse 16. So confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great effectiveness. That process of prayer then, and forgiveness too, is that those actions, because we choose to do that, can also eradicate our fear of the person that we're praying for because perfect love casts out fear. Isaiah 43, 1 through 3. Now this is what the Lord says. The one who created you, O Jacob, and formed you, O Israel, don't be afraid, for I will protect you. I will call you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I am with you. When you pass through the streams, they will not overwhelm you. When you walk through fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not harm you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Deliverer. Jesus teaches us, not to be afraid of those who have tried to destroy us emotionally or physically. And instead, we are to fear with a reverent attitude the one who determines and fulfills our soul's destiny. Because praying to God, loving God, seeking God with Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus is an act of faith, mercy, forgiveness, love. It casts out all fear and fills our hearts with his light. Our God is with us wherever we go. No matter what we face, God, Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit are with us, is with us. So does that mean that we'll never suffer? (laughs) Not at all. It means that we can trust him to be with us through every challenge we will ever face. And that he was with us through the challenges we've already been through, whether we knew it or not. (laughs) Whoa, let me tell you, my friends, I learned immediately the moment I was saved by God that as believers in Christ, we are going to face deep waters. We are going to encounter rivers of difficulty. I can't even think of a better explanation of that. We are going to encounter rivers of difficulty. Like we are going to walk through the fire of trauma. And our God will be at our side every step of the way. 1 Peter 3, 8-12, New English Translation. Finally, all of you be harmonious, sympathetic, affectionate, compassionate, and humble. Do not return evil for evil 
or insult for insult, but instead bless others because you were called to inherit a blessing. For the one who wants to love life and see good days must keep his tongue from evil and his lips from uttering deceit. And he must turn away from evil and do good. He must seek peace. He must seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous and his ears are open to their prayer. Wow. And when we ask Holy Spirit to guide us through the process from wounded to healed, basically give him all of our circumstance and trust him to pour forgiveness out of us and over our fear. Wow. He will teach us that courage is when we willingly position our hearts within his, no matter what environment we're in, no matter the state of affairs of our life, no matter the dysfunctional family past, present, or currently going on, childhood experiences, anything we've lived through, that is handed over to him. This is where everything that he is becomes ours and we are his. His love, his joy, his peace, his patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control flood into our soul like rich, rich soil, rich, clean, pure crystal water. And in this place, there is peace, real rock solid provided by Jesus Christ, peace. Wow. (laughs) Know also that the courage and peace of God cannot be separated. The courage of our king is always peaceful, and the peace of our king is always courageous. And Jesus told his disciples that they would face sorrows and trials in this world, yet they would find peace in him. And when we truly have this courage, we will always have his peace in any situation. In Joshua 1, verse 9, I repeat, be strong and brave. Don't be afraid. Don't panic, for I, the Lord your God, am with you in all you do. So no matter what we have faced in this world, we can choose to stand within the forgiveness that Jesus offers, standing in his strength. When our feet feel like they are standing on jello, that is where taking heart and taking courage is forged, really. And, you know, we can rest in his courage because we know that he has overcome every battle that we will ever encounter in this life. And perhaps one of the hardest commands that Jesus gives to us as disciples is to bless, love, and pray for those who have hurt us, those who have abandoned us, abused us. But how can you pray for someone who harmed you in the past or wants to harm you today? In ourselves, we surely can't. It is through the power of Holy Spirit working through us that makes all of that possible. Through Jesus, we can have forgiveness for us, each of us, and for others. Wow, Romans twelve seventeen through 21. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Consider what is good before all people. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all people. Do not avenge yourselves, dear friends, but give place to God's wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. Rather, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, <clears throat> give him a drink. For in doing this, you will be heaping burning coals on his head. Do not overcome evil with evil, but overcome evil with good. Excuse me. Very emotional. And forgiveness is fully understanding the power of your testimony. It's reliance on inviting Holy Spirit to lead your actions intentionally. It's choosing to live for God alone. And reaching for those struggling in the deep water of unforgiveness while not getting entangled in the ropes of that wreckage. This hits me hard. I have done many regrettable things in my life. 
<clears throat> and God reached down and forgave me. And I have had many devastating occurrences happen to me. And God reached down and asked me to forgive as he has forgiven me. And he asked me again this week. And probably the most difficult task that God has ever asked me to do so far, because there'll be more, is forgive. And forgive someone from whom a lifelong trauma occurred. And that's forgive. Matthew 18, 21 through 22. Then Peter came to him and said, Lord, how many times must I forgive my brother who sins against me? As many as seven times? Jesus said to him, not seven times, I tell you, but 77 times. So a brother, a sister, a father, a mother, anybody, 70 times, seven times. Forgive every incident, every moment. Forgive. There can't be any strings attached to that forgiveness. Because how could I, if I had allowed the dark sting of the enemy's grip to harden my heart, block another human being from knowing God, who is grace, love, and forgiveness manifested in his form as man, Jesus Christ, our risen Savior? How could I walk down the street with Jesus, telling people of the magnificent healing and redemption offered to all who know him, if I carried coal in my stomach for the life of another? No way. Forgiveness has to be. Luke eleven, thirty-five through 36. Therefore, see to it that the light in you is not darkness. If then your whole body is full of light, with no part in the dark, it will be as full of the light as when the light of a lamp shines on you. His light. Forgiveness begins when we choose to be clothed in the very presence of our Lord Jesus Christ. So be clothed with his presence, my friends, now, today. Let today be that day. Let go of somebody that has hurt you. And it can be a terrible hurt. I've experienced it. It's gone. It's done. It's washed by the blood of the Lamb. That's the truth. You have to walk in it and believe in it. And if you're not there yet, you talk to God about it and you take it to him. He'll fill your heart with that light. None of us can overcome our failures or our broken pieces and anguished memories on our own. This can only be achieved by the power of Holy Spirit. Wow. Amazing grace. <laughs> Second Corinthians 2 verse 10. If you forgive anyone for anything, I also forgive him. For indeed what I have forgiven, if I have forgiven anything, I did so for you in the presence of Christ. Jesus, ignite our hearts to fear no evil. Gather, gather us together, galvanize our strength to carry forward your all-powerful love into the darkness. Today, today, it's always right now, today. We choose to stand on the truth that the enemy might start the fight, but you, Jesus, always finish it. Open our eyes to the precious power of what we carry for you. Your redemption for all is priceless treasure worth standing up for, so worth it. And because of your renewed courage within us, we choose to stand today for you, God, for you, for your glory, your beautiful redemption for all mankind. Amen. When we engage in God's word and recall how he delivered many individuals during challenging situations, do not forget that he is the same God who will guard and deliver us, his sons and daughters. John 14, 18 through 21. 
I will not abandon you as orphans. I will come to you in a little while. The world will not see me any longer, but you will see me because I live with you. You will know at that time that I am in my Father and you are in me and I am in you. The person who obeys my commandments and obeys them is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved by my Father and I will love him and will reveal myself to him. Wow. That tells us so much about Jesus and who he is. God is concerned about every detail of our lives. God is aware of every trial we will and have experienced in our future, in our present, in our past. And he is our God and guard on all fronts. Wow. Remember that God not only goes before us, he's presently with us. So yes, he's concerned about what's going on behind us that we can't see and around us. He knows If there was ever anyone who truly loved us and had our back, ponder on the truth and dwell in that truth, actually absorb it, chew on it, hold it tight. God knows us and truly loves us as we are where we are. All of us too. We've talked about that before. He loves us as much as he loves our enemies. Thank the Lord for being our rear God. Yes, amen. Our loving Father is completely mindful of the plan he has for our lives, too. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, just a piece of it. Before our very existence, God knew about our past, present, and future. So take this time this week coming up. Write it down. Take it to God. Reflect on the truth of God's grace, mercy, forgiveness, and loving kindness regarding every aspect of your life. Find comfort in God's promises of being our helper in all of life's greatest fights. In every moment, God knows all and nothing can succeed against him. Absolutely nothing. And if you feel like you're under the weight of something that feels like it's getting away from you and is beating you, God has a purpose and a reason for all of it. And he's still with you in it. Seek him. Turn your eyes to him. No matter what we are going through, we are victorious conquerors. God already set it in place for his children to win. The fight is fixed. Fix your faith on Jesus and God is there continually fighting for us. To Jesus, every person mattered and still does. He came to show us the Heavenly Father's complete love while we were still his enemies and loved us still. And when he called us as his followers, he didn't leave without teaching us. He commanded us to pray for our enemies. Forgiveness. When we do, God's power is unleashed in them and on us, the boomerang. Blessed to be a blessing, forgiven to forgive, restored to restore, revived to revive. There's so many ways of looking at it. When we're facing a fight in our lives, not only are we affected, but our family members, loved ones, and friends experience that discomfort as well because of a weapon formed against any one of us. Because that enemy plants clouds of depression and fear, anxiety, terror, unforgiveness. These are feelings, you know, they try their best to enter into our minds and hearts, but no, Holy Spirit constantly communicates God's words to us. Isaiah 54, verse 17, no weapon formed against you will prosper and you will refute every tongue that accuses you. 1 John 4, verse 4, dear child, you are from God and have overcome them because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. Deuteronomy 31, 6, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. So take that step and reach out in your heart and forgive somebody. Maybe you won't have a chance to actually tell the person that you've 
been damaged by or feel wronged by or have actually been hurt by, you might not ever get a chance to reach out and tell them. I'm not certain about that in my life at the moment, but give it to God with sincerity in your heart because we can't hide it from him. We can't be telling God we forgive someone and inside be secretly wishing that you know other stuff would happen. You have to be truthful to him. Because he knows your heart, he expects truth in your words. God, we give you praise for the abundant mercy and grace and forgiveness we endlessly receive from you. We need you, Lord. Thank you for your unchanging faithfulness. And we ask you to give us peace in our mind, in our body, soul, and spirit as we call out to you in prayer for healing. Remove everything that is causing stress and grief and sorrow in our lives. Holy Spirit, please guide our past through life and make our enemies and those family members who are against us be at peace with us. Yes, Lord, we pray forgiveness. We pray reconciliation if it's your will. Let your peace reign in our families, at our places of work, businesses, anywhere and everywhere that we lay our hands on. May your warrior angels go ahead of us and around us when we are out and stay by our side when we return. And we pray this for other people. We repeat that prayer lifting up those who we are struggling to forgive and are in the process of forgiven and have forgiven, Lord. It's all you. We can't do it without you. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. We pray hope. We pray healing. We pray deliverance. We pray love. We pray rejoicing. We pray salvation. We pray revival. We pray forgiveness in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. You've been listening to Gospel Garage. To ensure you never miss an episode, please subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player or visit us at gospelgarage.ca forward slash podcast.